Today on Locked on Blue Jackets, we have got another prospect profile for you. We are talking all about Swedish defenseman Axel Sandin Pelika with Patrick Bexell, uh, and I'm super excited about it. Locked on Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am, as always, your host, Jay Foster, here to bring you news stories, uh, recaps, previews, the good, the bad, and the ugly about your favorite team and mine, the Columbus Blue Jackets. Before you start, I want to thank everyone for making this your first listen of the day every day. Locked On Blue Jackets is free and available on all podcast platforms and also over on YouTube. So if you haven't hit subscribe over there, please feel free to do so. It helps me out. It helps you out. Uh, you get notified when new episodes go live. Uh, everybody wins. Uh, today, we are continuing our prospect coverage. Uh, we're talking about Axel Sandin Pelika. Today, he is a defensive prospect from Sweden. And... Uh, Blue Jackets maybe don't need another defensive prospect, and maybe we'll be drafting in the right position, uh, in the right draft position to uh, get Sandin Pelika. But in the interest of full coverage, I thought I would uh, talk about him anyway. And I've got Patrick Bexell, uh, who is the European scout for Habs Eyes on the Prize, to uh, come and talk a little bit about him. So uh, I will just get into my conversation with Patrick about Axel Sandin Pelika. So the Blue Jackets have a ton of defensive prospects kind of in the system, but I feel like, especially the way that their injury luck has gone this season, you can never have too many defensemen. Uh, the Blue Jackets, I believe, have used 12 or 13 defensemen so far this season. So, hey, maybe drafting other one is uh, is a good idea. And honestly, in the top 10, I feel like there's really only one name that's coming up in terms of defensive prospects, and that is uh, Axel Sandin Pelika. So uh, we have got... Patrick Bexell here uh, of Habs Eyes on the Prize. He does all of the European scouting stuff, uh, and he's come to tell us all about Axel Sandin Pelika. I will see how long I'm at uh, Eyes on the Prize for uh, since Vox Media terminated our contracts, but uh, we're working on something, so hopefully there. That is good to know. Yeah, Habs Eyes on the Prize is a really great, obviously not a Habs fan, shocking, but uh, (laughs) Habs Eyes on the Prize is a really great uh, website. I have lots of really good friends that write for it, so uh, hopefully you guys all find somewhere to land sooner rather than later. Yeah, hopefully um, we can stick together as a bunch as well, and I think that's what we are looking for. Uh, Tell tell me about Axel Sandin Pelika. What kind of player is a team going to be getting with him? First and foremost, you're, you're dead last, or not dead last, but you're almost dead last in <laughs> in in, uh, in the standings. And if you get first overall, you're not picking Axel Sandin Pelika, no matter what. <laughs> let's let, let's start with that. So no, but the yeah. Blue Jackets might have more than one first round pick, so I yeah. can see them. I can see them picking him up at a at a later date. Yeah, maybe uh, you would have to take him at top ten, though. I yeah. I can definitely see him going top ten. And the question is, is that the kind of pick you're getting? Um, for, for Montreal, it's obviously a little bit of a bonus having uh, Florida's pick and Florida's doing not as good as they thought they were going to do. Uh, so, so realistically, I would I would assume Blue Jackets getting a draft pick or, or next year's draft pick for, for a good player going into a good team that is about to compete. Uh, but yeah, let's say you, you, you're dropping down to fourth. Um, 
you're probably not going to take Sunday in Pelica anyway. So, <laughs> so, uh, but depending on how, how the other teams tank, because that's what it's going to come down to, uh, you will see the different solutions. Sunday in Pelica is probably the defenseman you would get and, and you would take. And I tend to like, uh, compare him a little bit to Philip Broberg. Uh, their same kind of style when they're playing. Obviously, the similarities are, are, are so similar in many ways because they play for the same club in Sweden, etc., etc. Um, but um, I think the new coaching team with Sandin Pelika, I trust them a lot more. I, I'm, I'm a huge fan of Robert Olson, who's, who's running Coleftio right now. Um, he's managing his, his the expectations quite smartly, playing him in good situations. So it's not just like a run and gun, uh, as it was a little bit with uh, with um, Broberg. But I see them in 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 some ways as a similar kind of player. You will need time to develop them, and uh, it will take about yeah, let's say four years to to properly have him ready for the NHL. It's not that you take a player and get him into the NHL as you would probably do with, well, uh, Bedard, obviously. <laughs> and and uh, Carlson is probably going to go more or less straight in or, or, or a short time. He has the size, he has the skill, he's played pro. Um, there are a couple of others that might go. I'm, I'm, I'm though cautiously optimistic to see these clubs going into... Uh, to maybe taking a little bit slower of an approach and not putting the players into the the, the NHL directly. Uh, Pelika, uh, smart, skilled. I'm, I shouldn't say small, but he's he's average size. <laughs> he's t- he's taller than me, but uh, so are many NHL players. Um, yeah, he's well, what five eleven, I believe, which is small yeah. for a defenseman. Indeed, but, but also there is room for for growth there. <laughs> And you know that he's he's what seventeen? Has he turned seventeen yet? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but, yes, I believe so. I yeah. feel like Owen Power really kind of skewed the ideal yeah. for what young defensemen are like because he's what six foot four. Yeah, as, as he was six foot four as an eighteen year old, which seems unfair. So well, we also have the other skewing the, the data right now, which is Lane Hudson, obviously. Yes. <laughs> so so you'd never know. He's uh, somewhere in between those two yeah. guys. You, you you saw a lot of his skills. During the World Juniors, um, he he got that um, driving the play, getting up there, quarterbacking the power play. Has a decent shot, um, you know. He can place it with accuracy. Maybe the speed isn't up there yet. Um, that is something you want to develop. Uh, he, I would pair him with a defensive defender, like. An, an all-round defensive kind of player because you want someone with, with smartness to, to, to understand how Pelika is going to drive the play as well. In a minute, I've got more of my conversation with Patrick about Sandy Pelika, but first I've got to tell you about the newest sponsor of the Lockdown Podcast Network, and that is FanDuel. They are America's number one sportsbook. And if you're new to FanDuel, that's even better. They've got so many great features that make betting on sports fun and easy. 
You can bet on Super Bowl 57 with a no sweat first bet. You'll get up to $3,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. And you can bet on anything from the money line to point spreads to who's going to score a touchdown. So uh, the Blue Jackets playing the Washington Capitals tonight. So if you want to put some money on that instead of the Super Bowl, you can do that. Uh, bet on FanDuel has uh, an app that is safe, secure, and super easy to use. And you get paid instantly. So join FanDuel today at FanDuel.com slash locked on to claim your no sweat first bet on Super Bowl 57. That is FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Uh, so, so, so it cannot just be that, oh, he has to be tough and big. He has to be smart, tough, and, and doesn't have to be big, but he has to be smart and tough and, and read the play very well and in order to, to get the best out of Pelica. And it, that also gives you a little bit more of development time, I think, because you need to find that pairing. You, you're not going to find it directly. And, and you might not even have that in your team just yet. We see it, and, and I come back to this. We see how, for once, Edmonton has had patience with their, with their development of, of Broberg, and now they're looking who will he play with because he, he needs to have the right partner in order to to go that way as well. You can compare him a little bit to Dalin, which was bigger, obviously, um, but also taking time into the NHL in order to get there. And look what he's doing this year, because this is the first year where we really see the real Rasmus Dalin, and it's taken, what, three years to get there? Yeah, I feel like, especially for defensive prospects, it feels very much like if they don't go into the NHL, like, and especially a guy that's probably going to go top 10, like Sandy Pelica is, um, and this is something that I've kind of noticed a lot is defensive prospects, they take a little bit longer. It's I mean, a tough it's... game to play. Um, and sometimes, like you say, Rasmus Darlene, it took him three years to finally kind of come out, I guess, as as this kind of star defense defensive player that the Sabres have. But I look at, like, for example, um, I was thinking about Aaron Ekblad, who went immediately into the NHL. And I wonder... He's good. Don't get me wrong. I think he's a very good defenseman. I wonder how good he would have been had he not gone immediately into the NHL and had taken an extra year or two to develop. And I wonder if that's going to kind of be a similar thing with with Sandy. You, you, you see it with Cider. I think Cider is the perfect um, guy to look at for this development. He went from from a lower ranked ranked league in Europe. Uh, went to the AHL for a year, came back to SHL because of the lockout, but a very, very good play in year in that year in SHL. One of the absolute best defensive performances I've say, seen over the last couple of years. That includes Rasmus Dahlin. And, and seriously, uh, fantastic pick. And let's be honest as well, the, the, the defensive end, like the defensive draft that went on that year, started with Cider. Everyone thought Broberg would go first. Cider was taken. And then obviously, for, uh, being a Montreal fan, unfortunately, Cole Caulfield ended up in our hands because of that drive for defense. Um, I like Sandin Pelica. I, I, he has a lot of upside. Let's be honest with that. He's, he's, his hockey sense is incredible. And, and he comes with that. And one of the first things I'm going to ask uh, Robert Olson when, I'm, when I do get the chance to talk to him is, and with Sandin Pelica as well, is has he played center in his younger years? Because a lot of Swedish defensemen has. Uh, he has that kind of mentality, has that kind of understanding of the game. Uh, he skates really good. 
he can move around the ice with speed, with accuracy, finding people with even more speed to get on the attack. Um, it's 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 this defensive end that is going to cause you a little bit of concern. Uh, he's smart, so he should be able to work that out. But it will take time because before you can actually put him on an NHL roster. Yeah, for sure. That's what I was going to ask. Is obviously a lot of upside. What are the things that he needs to work on before? Obviously, you know, like like you said, four years of development maybe in Sweden before coming over. Like, what are the things that he needs to work on? Yeah, I think it comes down to that. Um, Broberg never got to play defense really, and and I think Pelika will. Robert Olson demands that of his players, uh, and I think that uh, that is the main thing. And you saw that a little bit in in the World Juniors as well. He was paired usually with. Um, Obviously, because I followed him, Adam Engstrom got more and more time with him the longer the tournament went. He is a also a very smart, clever player with a lot of upsides in the offensive zone, but has taken bigger steps defensively in in, in during the year. And by that, he is he, he sort of ended up being the perfect pairing. Uh, and I think he's also bigger, and and uh, but you still need someone with with poise and. There were instances where uh, Pelika tried to do a little bit too much with the puck. Uh, he he couldn't physically box out players, and that's you sort of expect that he's an underage in an under twenty tournament. It will be the same thing the first couple of years in the NHL. Um, then he reads, really needs to understand how to use that offense in his game. Um, another coach that that I've spoken a lot with Robert uh, Roger. Runberry in Fronda, he he told me that he has to try to teach the guys to play poker, when to fold and when to go all in on that attack, and and that is you know the biggest difference. Obviously, on a smaller rink, it's even harsher, and there's not enough space maybe where he can use that great skating. So he needs to understand that, and it wouldn't surprise me just like Broberg getting a few years in in AHL before taking the step over as well. In a minute, I've got the end of my conversation with Patrick about Sandy Pelica. But first, uh, I've just got to tell you a little bit about our next partner, who has a product that I use literally every day. Uh, I've been taking AG1 for about a year now, and uh, I love it. It doesn't taste super healthy. Uh, it's got this kind of like tropical taste that uh, I actually kind of look forward to on a morning. It's made my morning routine so much better. Uh, I have more energy, I feel better, uh, it helps me kickstart my day. It is 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. And it helps you start your day right. It supports gut health, nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, aging, all of the things. So right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It is just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. There's no need for a million different pills or supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs for your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Once again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Or, yeah, or sure. up, I don't think there's... upwards. I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, God, top prospects should never play in the AHL. But, like, I don't think there's... I don't think that's a bad thing. I think I would rather have them playing, and this is something that I've kind of gone over a lot with 
Blue Jackets specifically, is if they need a couple of years in the AHL playing, you know, I'd rather have them in the AHL playing 20, 25 minutes a night than playing eight minutes a night in the NHL with a veteran guy that is getting caved in on a nightly basis. Um, I don't know that that's, you know, I don't know that's the best for their development. So if a guy like Sandy Pelican does end up as a blue jacket, I would love to see him on the Monsters. I think the Monsters are doing a really great job with David Juracek this season. Um, and I could see kind of a similar-ish development path. Juracek is a better prospect, though. Oh, yeah, <laughs> so, for sure. So I, I would rather see, and I'm not saying this as a Swede, I'm saying this as a European uh, and probably a hockey fanatic as well, but I'd rather see him in SHL mm. one, maybe two years getting to that level where he's almost at national team level uh, for those smaller tournaments during the year, uh, the Four Nations tournaments or Five Nations, as it's been a few times now as well, and and then bring him over after those two years, get a few, get maybe get a year in the AHL, and then... So, so the thing is, don't rush signing him. I think that's yeah, the main sure. thing. There's a... Um, there's always this thing that you need to sign the top players. Don't. you got four years for European. Let those four years pan out so you get the best prospect possible. Uh, moving across the Atlantic, some, some love it, some doesn't. I moved to... It, it was. I'm, I'm, I've said this on other podcasts, and mm-hmm. I'm, correct me if I'm wrong if I said it last year when we spoke, Jay, but um, when, we, uh, when I moved over to UK when I was 40, and that's from Sweden to UK. It's in one-hour flight <laughs> or, or two-hour flight. Uh, it was still a mess because you, the system works differently. You need to set up a bank account in a different way. You need to do this. You need to do that. And, and it goes both ways. Some, some ways are much more practical in the UK than in Sweden and vice versa. And, and it's also what you're used to. And then going over and not having maybe, I mean, like as an 18-year-old, uh, not everyone is Slavkovsky that, you know, learn to cook <laughs> or, or, or something like that. Uh, Patrick Liner brought his mom over, obviously. Uh, but, but, I mean, that goes for an NHL team. might not be as fun to be in Cleveland. <laughs> true. <laughs> no, no shade on Cleveland, but no. true. Rather be in um, Cincinnati, though. <laughs> um, let's, let's finish up. So, I, you know, we kind of talked a little bit. I don't think he's going to be a Blue Jacket. Um, if he has, I feel like something has gone horribly wrong for mm-hmm. the Blue Jackets uh, season, or, or terribly right, depending on how how you look at it. Like, I would love it if they started winning, but I am pretty invested in getting a top three pick at this point. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if they end up drafting sixth or so, that feels like a loss. something's gone horribly wrong. <laughs> but what kind of, is there a team that you think he would fit in with? At the minute, um, is there a team that you think he could kind of reach his, his potential on? Like, where could you see him uh, really in a position to succeed? I wouldn't. I mean, you would have to look at a team that is in that development process and, and is not going to be ready for four years. And, and I would think Chicago would be one of those teams, mm-hmm. as an example. Uh, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if San Jose took him, depending on where they draft. Uh, Ottawa has had kind of a success with that kind of Swedish player before. <laughs> uh, I, I'm seeing Montreal struggling a little bit with a pick in that regard, even if it's Florida's pick, uh, because it would be... Um, it's a little bit too much of Matthias Norlander in him, 
and mm. it, Matthias Norlander hasn't panned out the way we sort of expected him to. And and uh, so I'm a little bit careful with that pick. I can see Detroit taking him, obviously. You know, I would say that he feels perfect for for a Detroit and, and coming up you know, in, the right. in two, four years' time. Yeah. Wouldn't surprise me at all. Uh, but yeah, I, I'd say um, the, the the question is: Does Ottawa have the patience for him? Mm. Uh, Detroit has that patience. I'm not sure the new team in Vancouver would they have it. That's what <laughs> you, you don't know because it's just crashing. I think he would be a perfect fit for 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 for, call, uh, for, for Chicago, though. I'll be honest yeah. with that. Well, I'm. I will. Look I've also to seen him. that he has cheered for Chicago all through his life because his dad brought a Evander Keane jersey <laughs> over a couple of years ago. Oh, I, I do think love it was Evander Keane. But but he, he, okay, he's, so he's a uh, weak, weak uh, Chicago okay. fan. <laughs> <laughs> Chicago fan in the same way that a lot of Americans are uh, Manchester United fans. Well, yeah. Or Wrexham as it stands now, right? Oh, Wrexham <laughs> is the new thing, yes. <laughs> and they're up. Um, they're actually going to... It's four minutes to go and, and they're, they're up 3-2 over yes, Sheffield. They, uh, uh... Sheffield's not not Wednesday, so it's Sunday, right? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's been a that's been a really fun story, actually. Um, the the whole Wrexham thing. I think Ryan Reynolds is there today, which is very yeah. exciting for everyone in Wrexham. But um, yeah, this also was... I think they're doing it the right way. They're they're not. I mean, obviously they have money to put in, but they're also doing it like community wise. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's been it's been as someone who helps run a sports team in Wales, it's uh, it's been really fun to see um, Ryan Reynolds. If you're listening come and hang out with with the the dragons um but no uh this was great i'm, I'm gonna uh, it's gonna be, be terrible for me next year because obviously i'm an afc wimbledon fan oh <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> oh no <laughs> uh well thanks for thanks for giving me uh some of your time this evening to uh to talk about a player that probably won't even be a blue jacket um but i appreciate it i love to do these kind of prospect deep dives with the people who know Way more than I do. So uh, I appreciate you giving up your Sunday evening for uh, to come and talk to me about about Axel Sandin Pelica. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure, Jay. Yeah. And that's all I've got for you today. Uh, tomorrow we will be breaking down tonight's game. Hopefully we'll be breaking down some good news instead of some bad news. But who who even knows? Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for making this your first listen of the day every day. Locked Up Blue Jacket is free and available on all podcast platforms. We're also over on YouTube. Uh, if you haven't hit subscribe over there, please feel free to do so. It helps me out. It helps you out. Everybody wins. Uh, I've been Jay Foster. You can find me on Twitter at underscore Jacob Foster, J-A-K-O-B-F-O-R-S-T-E-R. You can find the podcast at L-O underscore Blue Jackets. If you have comments, questions, criticisms, you can email me at lockedupbluejackets at gmail.com. Uh, enjoy your day. Enjoy the game tonight. And until tomorrow, make sure you stay locked on. <laughs>